Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Someone once said the shortest distance between a problem and a solution is the distance between your knees and the floor. We're going to be talking about that today. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Do Your Duty. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Hi everyone, welcome. I'm only on weekends. Now why am I only on weekends? Well, because that's all I can afford. See, the ideal would be what? Like five days a week, wouldn't it? Monday through Friday, five days a week. Not only would I reach more people that way, but also I would appear more important. But you know what? Um, even though I'm just on on weekends, maybe, maybe my message is important. Why is it important? Because ultimately, nobody can help you. The only help that will do you any good is God's help. Uh, when you look to other people to help you, yeah, of course we need a helping hand sometimes. Sure. And yeah, we do enjoy reading books. We like to read what people have to say. If it's something useful, then it might be somewhat helpful. But ultimately, it's you and your creator, your soul and your creator. He's the one, not anybody else. No matter how clever they are, no matter how many days of the week they're on the air, no matter what size of rallies they have, ultimately, it's you and your creator. And it has to be real. You understand, it has to be real, a real encounter. Who was it? Was it Martin Buber? There was a famous theologian. He talked about an I-thou encounter, something totally real. And we don't get that a lot anymore nowadays, do we? So, yeah, you have to settle for, you have to settle for, uh, I guess, radio and television and YouTube and the internet. But what are you going to get there? About the best you can get there is something that would point you in the right direction. Something that would point you in the right direction. And so I can't help you. And all the people that you watch and listen to, they can't help you either. It's got to be God. God has to help you. And so you got to be real with him. Now, how do we not be real with him? The way we're not real with him is by avoiding him and being dishonest. See, it can be a form of dishonesty to be doing nice things for other people and reading nice verses and saying nice things. Those can be forms of dishonesty. See, if they're being used to mask the truth. What you need in your life is God, and it's got to be real. You've got to experience God. And the beginning of your experience of God is got to be repentance. There is a word that's not very popular anymore. I bet a lot of people don't even, well, actually, most people don't know what it means. 
And you have experienced little moments of it in your life, and you didn't even realize that it was repentance and that it was the real thing. Have you ever done someone wrong? And then maybe you encounter them again, and they're kind to you. Even though you did them wrong, they're kind to you. Their kindness makes you feel bad. You go off, you know you did them wrong, and you start to sob. Little heaving sobs with tears coming down your cheeks. Well, you know what? That's repentance. And that's real. It's not faked. It's not false. It's not phony. There's no self-interest in it, no ulterior motive. You see you're wrong, and you're sorry about what you see. It's the real thing. Now, what happens is that you go through life, and maybe when you were a little kid, maybe, maybe you wanted to be sorry, or you were sorry about something, but they made you apologize. They forced you to, or they punished you, or they yelled at you, or they rejected you, see, and it made you mad. Then you didn't want to be sorry. You didn't want to say you're sorry. Well, I can understand that because sometimes people take advantage of it. They pile on. You say you're sorry and they say, yeah. And then they pile on with other stuff that you did wrong. So finally, see, enough of people. Enough people everywhere with their big mouths. You put on the television, there they are with their big mouths. And many of them are liars. Liars. And more and more you discover that they're lying to you. They're lying to you. So, enough with people. Never mind people. Never mind trying to apologize to them or being sorry to them or anything. Just go about your business and do your duty. This is a special announcement for listeners who are listening to WVNE in Worcester, Massachusetts, and also people listening to WILD in Boston, Massachusetts. This is my last program. I've been around about a year and a half now in Massachusetts, and I enjoyed it very much, but I've kind of run out of money, so I have to cut back a little bit on some of the stations and so this will be my last program, but you can still hear Shedding Shackles by going to wherever you get your podcasts or by going to SheddingShackles.com. Thank you. Do you have a question for Roland? If so, call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851. That's 510-455-8851. Leave your name, the city you're calling from, and your message. And Roland may answer your question on the air. If you have work, 
then do your job. If you don't have work, then find work. And then do your job. Whatever it is, even if it's washing dishes, doesn't matter. Do your work. And if it was simple work, that would be even better yet. Nowadays, most people get paid more than they deserve. They sit in an office and they spend half of their time doing personal phone calls and shopping online. And the work that they do is kind of useless. And they get paid too much. They got nice paid vacation and Saturday and Sunday off and holidays off. And they got all this stuff. They're spoiled rotten. Yeah. Absolutely spoiled rotten. And you'd be better off to do something simple. You'd be better off sweeping streets or you'd be better off washing dishes or building something doing something useful with your hands so you're not tempted to puff up with pride. So do your duty. If you're a mom, do your duty. Stop always thinking about, oh, they don't appreciate me and my husband doesn't appreciate me and my kids don't appreciate you. Maybe they do and maybe they don't. But never mind that. And how about you husbands? And you go out driving and somebody's driving a little slow in front of you and you, you get angry and you speed around them. You have no patience. When I was a kid, I remember when I was a boy and I looked at men. I looked at them and I studied them. I wanted to see what it was to be a man. One thing I know for sure, men, real men, have a calmness about them and patience. So if you don't have patience, what does that say? So you're spoiled rotten. You waste all your time watching sports. It's such a waste. So have honest work and do it and do your duty. And don't expect gratitude from other people. Don't expect anything of them. Just do your duty. All right, and then if you should happen to see something that you have done wrong, like let's say you hated your mom or you hated your dad or you hated your brother, when you see it, just see it. Bear the pain of seeing it and pray God that it refines into a regret, an honest regret before the light of truth. That would be the most wonderful real moment of your life, the first really, truly positive emotion that you've ever had. And quietly realize, and he shows you things. You see your own wrong. You see your impatience. You see that you hated someone. That's probably with most people, that's their biggest problem. It's resentment and judgment first of their parents and then of everybody else. So those have got to go. Then you can be just a plain and simple person and go about your life quietly, peaceably. And don't be a big mouth. And don't try to impress other people. 
you will have your reward, but you won't have God's approval. Christ said, go in your room and close the door. Pray to your Father in private, and he will reward you. See? But you go out in the world and put on an act for other people. No, it doesn't work that way. Now, there are two kinds of people. There are those people who will never repent. They just won't. And they are just too lost in their culture and in all the trappings of culture. And all They're just so lost in it, they'll never, never come out of it. But then there are some people who, yeah, you're lost in culture too. And yeah, you've hated people too. And yeah, you're phony too. But you don't like what you see about yourself and you yearn to be different. That's it. You yearn to be different. And there's something about you that is different. And God will will one day call you. He will call you. Embracing humility, even as we strive to follow principles and do the right things, We must never excessively put down other people, even when they do wrong. And we should not be boastful about our own good deeds. Roland would love to hear from listeners. Let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Send him an email today to roland at sheddingshackles.com. You can also send him a letter or donation through the mail to Roland Trujillo, spelled T-R-U-J-I-L-L-O, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, number 217, in Pinole, California, zip code 94564. Again, Roland Trujillo, 1556 Fitzgerald Drive, Suite Number 217, Pinole, California, 94564. And if you'd like to just leave him an encouraging message, his listener comment line is 510-455-8851. Again, 510-455-8851. And let him know how much you enjoy listening to Shedding Shackles. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. And God will will one day call you. He will call you. And what does he call you to be? He calls you to admit you're wrong and be sorry and stop hating and judging other people and stop lying to them and stop being phony with them. And he calls you to be patient with children. And he calls you to walk humbly and not have a big mouth. And he calls you to see your wrong and admit it in your heart before him. And he calls you then to appreciate him, to appreciate all that he has done and all that he has made. Did you make the food that you eat? Did you grow it? 
Did you make the car that you drive? No. Did you make the sky and the stars? No. All you are doing is enjoying them. You're like a tourist in this big, wonderful world, and you look out at it. It's amazing. And he permits you sometimes to understand a little bit about it and how he made it and how it works. He permits that. And if you're fortunate enough to, uh, to have an interest in math a little bit or in science or in physics, and you are permitted to understand a little bit about things, well, consider yourself very fortunate, but don't puff up over it. As soon as you puff up in pride, you experience conflict with God. And that's actually proof that there is God. See? So, I think I've said all I need to say. That is, um, there's got to be a turning, a yearning. There's got to be a yearning and a turning, and it's got to be real. That's, that's all I can tell you. Now, if you're not ready to, if you're not yearning now, then just, just go about your life. And wait until maybe one day. It may never come. When you do start to yearn and question. It may be when you fall flat on your face. It, no, it, no, probably if you fall on your face, then you're going to be resentful and sullen. No, it'll be when you hit rock bottom. When you hit total rock bottom. Then maybe you will start to cry out for real answers. But be careful. Here they come. They will come with all kinds of answers to say, oh, we can solve your problem for you. Oh, you bet. They will come. But uh, maybe you'll get lucky and you'll see them for what they are and you'll cry out to God instead. Okay? So that would be nice. And maybe you will experience repentance. You will be sorry like you were when you were a little tiny child. You were closer to God then than you've ever been since. Of such is the kingdom of God, Christ said. So yeah, maybe one day you will see your own wrong, something wrong that you did or said to someone, and uh, you'll be sorry, truly sorry. Not, not crying crocodiles in front of them, not putting on an act, not angry because you failed and didn't live up to your own image of yourself, but just sorry. Then that might be the beginning of... Uh, a change for the better. And that's that's great because God is permitting it. See, he permits it. All right. What have I got for you? Not much. But I do have a little meditation that uh, is helpful. If you're ready, if you have an interest in that sort of thing and you're ready for it, and you can see that you're wrong and you've tried to make yourself right and it hasn't worked, well, then maybe, maybe it'll help you. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Couldn't hurt. Look at all the money you spend on all kinds of stuff. Look at all the experts you go to and all the pills that you, you buy and all the equipment that you buy and all of that. Look at all the money you spend on all that stuff. Or you spend somebody else's money. Yeah, you take handouts. Yeah, you get... Uh, it's covered by somebody else. Somebody else pays for it for you. But look how much they're paying for it. Well... Maybe, maybe you could try just being honest 
in your heart for a change. This is Jeremiah Trujillo. As a Christian, we have many duties. One of them is to understand the teachings of Jesus Christ that involves reading the Bible regularly. Another is embracing humility. I'd like to add one other duty, which is forgive other people. There's no question that as you go through life, you will be wronged or disrespected by other people. How should you deal with that? By not resenting others, not reacting to their wrongs toward you, and forgive them because they are not truly intending to hurt you, they're simply doing what was done to them in the past. I want to read you something from my book, Waking Up from a Lifetime of Hypnosis, Finding Freedom from Confusion and Compulsion. I want to read you something from it. I'm reading page 186. Through reacting emotionally to people, places, and things, we take in the scene and absorb the environment. We absorb stress, in other words, and all the emotions, suggestions, and conditions around us become the basis of what we are inside. But we were not meant to be a product of the environment. We were meant to be a child of the Creator, responding to Him, bonding with Him, and through Christ, taking in some of His purity. Christ is the new Adam, by remaining faithful, he became the founder of a new race of people, and those who recognize him and believe into him partake of his innocence and purity. He gives us a new nature, a nature which is incorruptible and not answerable to the world. But beware of the Ameners who claim they have found salvation, pressure you with it, and make you respond to them, their symbols, words, and doctrines with conformity or rebellion. They know, too, that if you resentfully rebel against their pressure, you will feel guilty, and in order to ease the pain, you may come back and accept their reassurances, acceptance, and false salvation. They have not really found salvation. They just think they have. They have accepted a false Jesus and a false salvation manufactured by clever manipulators. The real Jesus would never solace seduction or pressure. Some of them are just self-doubters, but others are hypnotized pawns who cannot and will not see what has happened to them. If you become like them, you will be forced to constantly affirm your salvation, lest in a moment of silence the real truth make you aware that your emotionalized belief is a lie. You can't study your way to God, and you can't find salvation through a book or a church. Right at this very moment, your closest link to God is what you wordlessly know is right in your heart. 
The way to the true Christ is the inner way, the way of meditation, the way of going into your room, closing the door, and becoming still before God's inner light of truth. By responding to what you wordlessly realize, you will become sealed off from the world. The world will still be there, teasing, taunting, and pressuring, but it will remain out there. If you've been caught up with some organized group for a while and rebelled, you have not lost your salvation. You never had it in the first place. You're only guilty for having doubted yourself and for having resented them and their pressures. The way back is simple. Return to the inner light, which now feels like conscience, because you have strayed from it. Become still and let the light overwhelm you and purge you. Let it make you sorry and repent you. Let it awaken you to truth and love. Let it rehumanize you. I'm reading from my book, A Lifetime, Waking Up from a Lifetime of Hypnosis. Uh, it's actually a very good book, and you can get it at uh, Amazon.com in both Kindle and quality paperback. Waking Up from a Lifetime of Hypnosis. Just go to Amazon.com and put in the search terms uh, Roland Trujillo, and you'll find my books there. So what do I have for you? Meditation, and it's free. I have a, a short little meditation that you can get at the website for free. You can listen to it on, your, on the phone for free. You can download it for free. And I have a beautiful four-part meditation. It's just absolutely beautiful. It's free. And along with that free four-part meditation, you can also get a PDF of my book, Becoming a Friend of God. And also a PDF of my book, um, what's it called? An Introduction, A Brief Introduction to Stress Management. So those are all free. And that's, that's all you need. Listen to my program. Those books will be nice, but remember what I said. It's you and your creator. You and your conscience. You and what you know is right in your heart. In every moment when you quietly want to know the truth and yearn for the truth, the truth is mysteriously present and you are rehumanized and you become a real person. It's beautiful. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you.
Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.